0: I'm Paul Seiswerter. I'm a recent retiree from the New York Aquarium. And prior to that, I was curator at the New England Aquarium in Boston, where I worked with seals. (laughs) I enjoyed working with seals because they're very interesting animals. Well, absolutely they're cute, particularly harbor seals. Sometimes I was actually able to bring my work home with me. Now we're going down memory lane here. This was in 1978. One of my jobs was to pick up injured or debilitated seals. We had a number of seals that had washed up on the beach as infants. And we were kind of overwhelmed at the aquarium and caring for them. They were very demanding because just like human infants, you have to make sure that they get regular feedings into the night. So we would bring them home with us. They're a little ball of blubber. It was manageable to pick them up, to put them into a Rubbermaid barrel, sit them on the seat next to me, drive home. The night that I happened to bring it home was my son's 10th birthday. And all the neighborhood kids came in and were able to stick their heads into the back hall and see this baby seal. This was way better than renting a clown for the birthday. Cecil, I think my wife made that name up.
1: Uh, yes, my name is Candy Seaswater.
0: Somehow or other, this little poem came up. Um, it's Cecil the Seal, who came from the sea, who lives with the Seaswarders just like me.
1: Oh, well, my impression was that that would be for the day. And then he informed me, it's going to be staying here with us for a while. And I was like, oh, okay. But I was kind of taken aback. I was like, how do you take care of a seal? Soon enough, he trained me. There was a a certain mixture of powder and a certain formula. Cottage cheese and heavy cream. She was able to be in the bathtub at night. She would wake up during the night and bark as a seal, as they do. And I would know it was time for her feedings. In the mornings, I would take her out of the tub. She would flop around after me from room to room as I was doing my chores and follow me just like a dog would. I would have her over my shoulder and burping after feedings or during feedings. Uh. Lots of times in the bathtub, she would get hiccups. Flop up and down in the bathtub and go... Ah! And just flop, ah! flop, I <laughs> oh, it was precious. Cecil went through... A little mishap with her eye and us as parents. We were just as we would be with our
0: children, really, really upset. As the vet was examining Cecil, which was nothing new for me because I was part of the crew that would help hold the seals down. I lost my professionalism. (laughs) I was like, well, be careful. So they, they cleared me out of the room and said, I could stay. <laughs> they let the mother stay. <laughs> you, you leave, fast. you're in the way here. Yeah. Cecil was one of the family. Certainly
1: was part of the family. It was It was very, very sad when we knew that she had to go back to the aquarium. Oh, it was heartbreaking. I'm, I'm uh, thinking about it now and filling up. And uh, it was like giving it up to adoptive parents because... Uh, I felt that we were her parents and and our sons were her brothers. But knowing that she was going to be there and I could visit her at any time, because I would go in and meet Paul for lunch as our sons were in school, and I would call her and she would come right out and look at me,
0: and she knew me. There are some famous seals that also were raised up by humans. Hoover, when he came into adulthood, he started to speak human language. He would actually say with a New England accent, Hey, Hoover, get out of here. Those words fortunately were recorded. Just like that.
1: When she did have her first child, I really didn't know about it. I was like, well, I didn't even know she was dating. <laughs> and then when I found out that she was pregnant with one of Hoover's babies, and I said, okay, he talked her into it. <laughs> I was very proud, so was Paul.
0: I think she had about a thirty. 30- five or so year life, which is uh, pretty typical for a long-lived seal. And um, I forget how many offspring she had. Three or four, they grew up at the aquarium.
1: Yeah, that our grandchildren are there. <laughs> she she was and will always be our our baby.
0: Now, you're not going to believe this, Snappers, but one of Hoover and Cecil's grandchildren, Chuck, is learning how to talk as well. She can even say, how are you? And you're saying to yourself, Glenn, 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 there's no such thing as a talking seal. <laughs> That's what I thought, but I'm not kidding. Seals can talk. Look it up on the Googler. That story was produced by our own Stephanie Fu.
1: You are listening to Snap Judgment. And to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.